This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is my five takeaways from Fulham's FA Cup victory against Leeds United on Tuesday night. This now moves Fulham forward in the competition. They are now in the quarterfinals, which is a big deal for Fulham. And uh, I'm going to share my five takeaways I'm taking out of this victory. Also want to mention, if you did get a chance or have not, please feel free to check out my reaction, my initial reaction, Cottage Talk full-time, which I recorded shortly after the match ended. Please feel free to uh, listen to it. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. Okay, so let's get to it. And in this 15-minute podcast, I'm going to share my five takeaways. Some will be familiar from full time, but I wanted to give you five takeaways I'm taking out of it. Let's start with number five. And we saw a starting debut for Cedric Soares at right back for Fulham against Leeds United. Now, I wanted Kenny Tete to start. I wanted Fulham to put out an extremely strong side. I'll talk about the starting 11 again in just a bit. But to be honest with you, Cedric Soros, I thought, played well. I've been on the message boards, and there is a little bit of a mixed reception in regards to Soros, but I thought he played well on the right-hand side. I think Kenny Tete right now is playing at a very high level that it's difficult for us to really judge anyone besides him because I think he is playing elite football right now. But Cedric Soros, I thought, did a nice job. I don't think he made too many mistakes where there are a couple of moments. Yes, of course. But he hasn't played that much. And I think you saw his quality as the match went on. I thought he was solid. That's why, for me, I thought he played well. Solid, well, whichever way you want to put it. I think it's a positive thing to take out of this match because if Kenny Tete can't go, we know Tete 
does get injuries, it's good to know you have this player that can back him up. I think Fulham now have a suitable backup. Kevin and Babu could not get the job done. Cedric Soares showed me last night, I think he can get the job done. And that's what they needed. They just needed a backup. They didn't need someone to take the job from Kenny Tete. They needed someone that could fill in if needed. Soares, I think, proved a point in this match. Not fantastic, not even average. I thought a little bit above average. So for me, this is why this is my number five takeaway. I think this is a positive to take out of the match. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to number four. Number four involves Leeds United. I thought they played well, but their play in the final third let them down. They had several opportunities to score. They looked good when they had control of the play, when they were coming at Fulham. I thought they showed that they were dangerous. However, as we've seen with other Fulham teams, you do have these situations where you can be let down in the final third. And we saw this with Leeds United. And I listened to a couple podcasts, Leeds United podcasts, and they've been talking about that this has been the problem with Leeds United all season. I think we actually saw that in the first match earlier at Ellen Road, that Leeds United can look dangerous, but can they put it all together? Can they have that finish? And they could not have that finish in this match. They just did not have it. And there was this example on this podcast that I think said all you need to know about the situation with Leeds United. If you look at the goal from Solomon, fantastic goal. Great goal, someone that shows that he has the ability to strike. Jack Harrison was in the same exact position and just blew it way over the net. You had two players at the same exact position, one scored and one just could not get the ball in the back of the net. That is the difference. That is a huge difference right now with why Fulham are where they are. They have players besides Mitro that can put the ball in the back of the net that can finish in the final third. I know Fulham supporters, and including myself, have some doubts about Carlos Vinicius. But if you look at William, Menor Solomon, even Pereira, you have players that I truly believe can put the ball in the back of the net. Throw in Paulinha. These are quality players that can score. And that's what Leeds United are missing right now. Leeds United, they can play their pretty football, but if you can't, put the ball in the back of the net. What does it really mean? That's what they're missing right now. It's funny because they have a player in Patrick Bamford that was able to do that a few seasons ago. He's not doing that for them now. And they spent some money and the player that they brought in is not putting the ball in the back of the net. He might someday, but right now he's not. And uh, on this podcast I listened to, that was from a Leeds United perspective. They were saying that's the difference. I think it's more than that. I think finishing is a difference between Leeds United and Fulham, but I would also say it's coaching and it's playing as an 11. I'm not saying that Leeds United did not play as an 11, but I think Fulham are a better team right now. They know each other's moves. They know which player is doing what. They play as a complete unit. I don't think Leeds United are the complete team. Plus, obviously, they're missing a player that can put the ball in the back of the net. So that's why Leeds United played well, but they're playing the final third, let them down, is my number four, because I think there are good things for 
their supporters to take out of it, but this is a negative. They can't put the ball in the back of the net. Okay, so let's move on to number three. And number three involves the starting 11, the approach from Marco Silva. Because in my opinion, Marco took the cup seriously, and that was shown an hour before the match began. When I looked at the starting 11, I wanted them actually to go with Leno. I wanted Marco to go even harder at the starting 11, but I did not want him to start Mitro because I think it's more important that Mitro be healthy for the league. However, he was going to play, and his intent to take the cup seriously showed itself by starting Mitro. He was taking it very seriously. I don't think by starting Soros is a show that he wasn't taking it seriously. I think he wanted to give certain players a shot, including having our goalkeeper, Mark Rodak, play. But other players showed intent. He played Paulina. He played Pereira. I think it was good to give Solomon a start, but he also gave a shot to Harry Wilson. Again, he started Anthony Robinson. So I think there was a good mix and match here of regular starters and players who could start but needed a start. So I think he got the balance right here. But I think that starting 11 to me, showed that Marco was taking the cup seriously. I think he totally took it seriously, and I expect him to as we move on to the quarterfinals. I think he will take it very seriously. I wouldn't be shocked if we see Fulham's uh, best starting 11 in that match, and that to me would be a very good thing because I want Fulham to go on a long cup run. I want them to go to Wembley. I'm believing in it. I want Fulham to go to Wembley. We'll have to see how the draw looks, but I think there's a, a good shot there. Okay, so let's go to number two. And this one, to me, is very interesting. This morning, I went back and I watched the end of the match. And one of the reasons why I did is what I'm about to talk about is my number two. And that is the last 10 minutes, we got a glimpse of what it could look like without Paulinha. What I mean by that is that when you have the triple substitution, who comes on? But you have Harrison Reed and Paulinha going off. And... What's interesting here is that you have Harrison Reed, you still have Pereira, and you also have Sasa Lukic. And what I noticed in these last 10 minutes was Harrison Reed basically playing the Paulina role. But I also saw, because they were defending a great deal, that you had Lukic and Reed together in Fulham's box for the final minutes. And again, they looked like they were together as the two. But as Fulham went forward, He was really playing the Paulina role, and I kind of liked it. And I'm thinking, okay, it was only 10 minutes. How much can you get out of 10 minutes? I thought it was, like I said, just a glimpse of what I think we're going to see moving forward. I think you will see Reed playing the Paulina role. You'll have Lukic playing the Reed role. In 10 minutes, it's hard to really gauge how good that's going to be in a Premier League match, but... um. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that they can overcome this. They're going to have this situation for two matches, and we're going to have to see. But honestly, I think they're in a better situation than they were the last time that Paulina had to uh, sit out. So I think that this time around, instead of Chalaba, you have Reed, and I think it's going to work out. That's just my opinion. That's how I feel. I think Fulham have a chance to overcome 
the Paulina situation with Harrison Reed playing that role and Lukic playing the Reed role. We'll see if I'm right, but I thought we got a glimpse of it in the last match, in this FA Cup match for the last 10 minutes, and I thought it looked pretty good for 10 minutes, but it's only 10 minutes. Okay, coming up next to end this quick show, we are going to talk about my number one takeaway from the match. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, to end this episode of Cottage Talk, it's basic. Number one is moved on and advanced. That's what we needed Fulham to do. We just need them to get through this match. It didn't have to be pretty. I've seen all the comments from the Leeds United supporters talking about how they outplayed Fulham, how they were the better side. And all I can say is, well, who's going on in the FA Cup? It's Fulham. Fulham were more clinical. Fulham were the better team. They played better as a team. Individually, you could say Leeds United played fairly well. They had some good players out there that did link up well. But in the end, they did not do enough to win this match. They absolutely did not. Fulham did. And in the end, they needed to defend, but they also needed to be clinical. They did both parts of what they needed in a cup competition. It's about moving on. It's not about playing pretty football. It's about getting through to the next round. They did that. That's why that's my number one. I know that Fulham have not had the greatest performances lately. This one was okay. This one was an okay performance. But that it wasn't about the performance in this cup match. It was about getting by. It was about moving on. And that's exactly what they did. They moved on in the FA Cup. And we can look forward to seeing Fulham play in a quarterfinal of the FA Cup. And I look forward to it. And I hope all the Fulham supporters do as well. Okay. Before I wrap this up, I do have one bonus topic, and it does involve Menorah Solomon. This has actually been pretty tremendous when you look at this. And to not only score two carbon copy goals back-to-back, but to score four goals in four games is fantastic. And I do know that, and I'm seeing this all over Twitter about teams circling for Menor Solomon, the better he plays, the bigger teams are going to come in for him. Well, here's my thing. And uh, if Menor does listen to this episode, I'm not sure if he will. I'm just going to share my thoughts. Menor, I hope that you stay with Fulham Football Club because I think your career can only benefit from staying and building something to go bigger and better for Fulham. I think Fulham have a nice foundation moving forward. 
to build something special under Marco Silva. And uh, I do hope you stay. If he's listening, if he's not listening, I still hope he stays. That to me, if I was talking to Menor Solomon, I would make my pitch for Fulham. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in uh, the offseason to see if Fulham do sign him. I hope that they do. I'm not fairly confident, but I'm confident that they are going to sign him. But we shall see. There's just this gray area when it comes to his contract, and they're going to have to revisit it after the season ends. And I got a sneaking suspicion in the 2023-2024 season, you're going to see Menor Solomon playing for Fulham Football Club. It's just my suspicion. I don't have any news on that. I no one's told me anything. This is just my feeling that he will be playing for Fulham Football Club. We shall see if I'm right. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. If you haven't listened yet, please do check out Cottage Talk full-time of this match. I hope that you enjoy that as well. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.